Absolutely nothing is more precious than the wisdom that is from God. It's better than rubies. It's better than money. It's better than anything that we could have. Not only is it better than anything we can have, there is a promise in the Bible, James chapter 1, verse 5, that says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. It's available to us. All we have to do is remember to ask God for wisdom. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. It may seem right to you to go a certain way, but is it the way to go? Or is it a way of death? Is it just a good idea that comes to your mind? Paul warns us that Satan is like an angel of light. And he will lead you to destruction if you will follow him. But if you will pray for wisdom, we have a sure thing, a guarantee that God will bring us wisdom. He may stop us from the way that we were about to go. He may have us go a completely different way. He may even, you might even have heard to do something, but you don't know how to do it. So what you need is wisdom. How can I do this? If you ask God for wisdom, he will give you wisdom according to James chapter 1 verse 5. By faith you ask him for wisdom, believing he will give you wisdom. As born-again Christians, we have access to wisdom from God. Now I think even the unborn-again when they are genuinely sincere, can turn to God and ask for help. Probably they'll get born again when they do that. That's what happened with Pam Padgett. She had been raised a Catholic. One of her classmates got killed on a motorcycle. This is the first time she'd ever realized that someone her age could die. And all of a sudden she was terrified because she knew, somehow she knew, the things that she had been taught in the Catholic Church would not save her. So she cried out to God, and it was such a charming story. She said, now, I I know there's the Father, there's the Son, and there's the Holy Ghost, but I don't know which one we're supposed to pray to. So please, would you see that the right one gets this prayer? (laughs) So she said, after she prayed she realized there was something of God in her, but she didn't know what it was, and she didn't know how to tell anyone what it was. It was just something of God was now in her. So for several years, she went about knowing this, but she didn't know what it was. One day she was reading the Bible, and she saw 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, and then she knew what it was that was of God that was in her after she prayed that when she was in junior high school. 1 Corinthians 3, 16, the Apostle Paul says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, 
and that the Holy Spirit of God dwelleth in you? One time I attended a luncheon at Texas Tech University when I lived in Lubbock, Texas. It was on the sixth floor of a building in downtown Lubbock. Across the street from this building where we had our luncheon, there was First Methodist Church building. I was seated at a table by the window, and this woman pointed out the window and said, that's our church, pointed to First Methodist Church building. And I said, we are the church. She was shocked. She said, we're not a church. That's the church, and pointed again at her building. And I said, we are the church. And she said, she said, we're the church. I'm not a church. That's the church. Well, she probably wasn't the church, but I was. Because, know ye not, that ye are the temple of God, and the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? This is the truth of the New Testament. Proverbs chapter 3, Solomon says, verse 13, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. How do you get it? Ask God. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. So why aren't we doing it? Let's do that. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her, unto wisdom. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is the tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is every one that retaineth her. Yet wisdom, nothing equals wisdom that comes to us from God. Psalm 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord, the fear of the word of God, of what God says, is the beginning of wisdom. That respect you have for Scripture, doing what that Scripture says, is the beginning of wisdom. Doing what God tells you, doing that word which is brought to us by the Holy Spirit, is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. We have a fear of the Lord when we are sure that he knows the best way for us to go and the other ways are not safe. His way is safety for us. His way is peace, comfort, love for us. We go in his way because we're afraid of what would happen to us if we didn't do what he said. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. One of the things that blocks 
the word of God is you're more afraid of man and what he thinks about you than you are of God. So therefore, you see, this fear of the Lord is critical. If you have a fear of what man will say about you, you probably won't obey God. And in Psalm 111, we read his praise, God's praise, endures forever. Man might praise you for a little while, but the praise of God endures forever. Follow him, do what he says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Get wisdom. All we have to do is ask God, and he will give us wisdom. James 1.5 Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.